The Big Do Review Halloween Spooktacular. <laughs> at last on the ground, and you in Sending the clowns. Hello everyone and welcome to the Make Do Review. My name is Jack. My name is Emily. And on today's episode of the Make Do Review, we are reviewing... Joker. Baby? <laughs> Not the Joker. Joker. <laughs> <laughs> you could sound a lot more enthusiastic. Joker! <laughs> Directed by... Right, okay, okay. How are you today, Emily? I am... I'm really good, actually. Today's been a lovely day. It's been a good week. It's been productive. I feel like we both have been feeling that. Definitely. We've been productive. Emily got her first part in her first short film outside of uni. Yeah, I did. And it's gone well. The filming will resume... Later this year slash beginning of next year. But it's been so good so far. And yeah, it's going to be weird going back to normal muggle work. (laughs) (laughs) We carved pumpkins today. I don't know if you saw on our Instagram. Yes. If you want to keep up to date, please follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at The Mate Do Review. And you will get to see our amazing work on the... um, Amazing pumpkins that we carved. Please go and appreciate the hard work. Send the have. love. Please send the love. Which reminds me. What? I want to keep roasting my pumpkin seeds <laughs> in the oven. <laughs> this just sounds weird. No waste. What does y'all. that mean? <laughs> no waste. Well, I forgot to put the oven on, is what I'm saying. They're still just, in there. It sounds wrong, though. <laughs> Why finish roasting my pumpkin seeds? <laughs> Anyway, back to the episode. Uh, Today we are reviewing Joker. Released on the 4th of October with a runtime of 2 hours and 2 minutes. Directed and written by Todd Phillips. With a cast of Joaquin Phoenix as Arthur Fleck. Robert De Niro as Murray Franklin. uh, Zazie Beetz as Sophie Dummond. Francis Conroy as Penny Fleck. Emily, what did you think of the film? I absolutely loved the film. It's one of those films... I mean, I have seen quite a lot of the Marvel films now. and Not, not Marvel. DC, DC, Emily. Oh my God, DC. I haven't God, seen... Right. Start again. Podcast is over. All the DC fan boys and girls are going to go crazy. They're going crazy right now. <laughs> Apologies. DC. What I'm trying to say is... But not the DCEU. As you can probably tell, I'm not the most like up-to-date and aware of everything that goes on. I, I watch all these films and I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And you show them to me and stuff. But I could really appreciate this film without knowing all the other You don't have to at bits. all. You don't ha- yeah, I didn't feel like I was missing... I mean, I've seen bits of like Gotham with you and stuff like that. That's just little things yeah, that yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> I know about this thing. 
But yeah. That's a really good point because it's definitely a film that anyone can watch. Yeah, that's the point I was trying to make. And hopefully Mm. I made that with that terrible (laughs) mistake that I made. (laughs) No, I got you. I got it. But yeah. um, So I really enjoyed it. And I thought the, the story... A lot of films sometimes, nowadays, I feel like they don't really have a story anymore. They just have, you know, they, it's a, it's like a bit fancy. It's all like show and not a lot of meat. Whereas this had so much to it. Um, and I loved that. All sizzle, no steak. Yeah, whereas this film had the steak. Had the vegetarian steak. <laughs> <laughs> Which I enjoyed. So... <laughs> Moving on, what about you? I agree, absolutely. I was so scared going into this film in case it was just like so blown out of proportion that it's just so overhyped, and you know, it's people are just excited because it's a Joker film and it's not actually a good film. Train, (laughs) yeah, train going fast. (laughs) Um, but that is completely wrong. This film, mm. it, it, I, it's my favourite film of the year. Probably. Really? Yeah, I think so. It's, going back to like Marvel, those films are, have a formula now. They're, they're made like, they make like three films a year or whatever, uh, and they have a structure, they have like guidelines, you know, they have like backstories and everything's all planned out like things that you know for every film no film is like standalone you know what i mean yeah it's all connected this is the first so what i like about this film and it's kind of like the dark knight trilogy those were like standalone films and they're like it's just like a perfect trilogy and this is its own thing once again and it's perfect and it just shows if you let a writer or a director especially the directors, do what they want to do and put their own work into it, it always turns out, like, fantastic. Mm. Um, honestly, I can talk about this film all night. Uh, I, all I want to do is sing its praises. Uh, it was just so... Just watching someone descend into madness is always interesting to me. But I, ha- I have to say, obviously, there's been, like, films in the past where they try to show this or like an evil character mm-hmm. and they just miss the mark whereas this was so because there believable. was no hero yeah the hero is joker in this film yeah essentially yeah because the he gets like the say of gotham anyway we'll, we'll get into but we'll get what, into the what i was saying was later. he was of, on the whole thing about descent into madness it's so realistic Yes. You know, and I think that's what makes it so great is because it doesn't feel like you're watching something being forced, an evil person being forced it's, to be born. It's real. As it were. Yeah. Like, it feels like the backstory to someone who's committed a crime that you read in, like, the news or something. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Which I thought was really well done. <clears throat> Choking on leftover popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah I agree with you. Yeah, um, I think we're straight into spoilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this is your spoiler warning. Please see the film. Uh, we to be fair, probably everyone has seen it. We are 
really late to this film. Oh yeah. When it came out, we were on holiday. Um, we were gonna watch it, and then we realized that the cinema was only showing it in, in Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> yeah. So we passed. So a bit annoying, but we had to see it. So, but we did have to put it on hold for a while until we um, got our lives back in order when mm. we got back from our holidays. Anyway, this is your spoiler warning. If you have not seen the film, or if you don't care, if you want to listen to our opinions before you see it, then thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, First of all, do you know much about the Joker, Emily? Well, when I was a kid, we used to watch the really old Batman and Robin films. um, Yeah. So... I wish I'd the Adam like, West ones. Yeah, I wish I had remembered to write some notes about that. Um, so that's kind of the whole like with Penguin and stuff like that. That's the mm-hmm. whole Joker and Batman story and stuff that I kind of remember. I don't even remember that much because I just had a crush on Robin, so I was paying more attention to Robin. <laughs> so my what? answer, my answer to this, <laughs> my answer to this Robin? question is not really. <laughs> So not really. Yes. Yeah, All right. Okay. Sorry. I thought. I think you had more I was just giving a little story. Like anyway, nah. for me at least, um, I absolutely love Batman, and the Joker is my all-time favorite villain. Uh, my favorite superhero is Spider-Man, but when it comes to like villains, it's got to be the Joker. Um, I grew up watching the anime. There was an animated series called Batman the Animated Series and it was Mark Hamill that did the voice of him who's Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. Yeah. Indeed. Yep. And he, I also played the games like the Arkham games uh, and Mark Hamill did the voice of that and the original voice actor uh, for Batman did that as well. Mm. So it's amazing. And obviously you've seen The Dark Knight, haven't you? Yes, we watched that together and we watched some of Gotham when I was We watched some of Gotham. That's quite a new series. Um, So, if I'm not wrong, Heath Ledger's Joker is the first cinematic Joker, like, that we've seen in in a film. Yeah. If I'm... I, I might be wrong, but I feel like that might be true. Oh, no, 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 Jack Nicholson. I'm so sorry. So, there's been... Many different Jokers, and the ones I remember fondly are Mark Hamill, who did the voice. Mm. Then you got Jack Nicholson, who did it with uh, in the Tim Burton Batman films, and then we got Heath Ledger, which is considered to be the all-time greatest perf- Joker performance, because um, it was so different. Uh, and then we got Jared Leto, who was fucking shit. <laughs> Let's hope you never work with him because you've just <laughs> slated. Uh, no, I'm only joking. <laughs> or am Joker. I? Joker. <laughs> I'm the Joker, <laughs> baby. Uh, I've not seen Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, yeah. Don't. Um, <laughs> God. And now we have Joaquin Phoenix. And from what I remember, as soon as he was announced that he was going to be the Joker, just everyone agreed. Like, that is the most perfect casting. Ever. I haven't seen anyone doubt, like, before this movie came out, there was no doubts that he wasn't he wasn't going to crush it. You know what I mean? So, 
Yeah, I I've grown up to love the character and know the character, and now this is a fresh take. It's a new backstory, with kind of similar elements to like different stories that are already out there. Mm. But the most common one is that the Joker falls in a like a vat of acid. Okay. And then that uh, chemicals, I should say, and then that kind of transforms him. You know, it makes his skin all white, and uh, you know. And yeah, I like this version a lot better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, which is what the director said he he wanted to do a fresh take because just flinging the character into like a tub of chemicals is it's just not real. I think that's the thing nowadays. We want substance to our characters and and substance to the stories. And if you'd done that, it would have been like right, okay, but like now he's like evil. Mm-hmm. So like falling into into acid doesn't suddenly make you evil and also there's then that whole stigma of you know pe- these acid i mean i'm getting really deep here but there's like actual <laughs> acid attacks and stuff and then you can't oh, like yeah. go around being like oh people that have had like acid on them like, turn insane turn evil <laughs> in the same yeah no you know what I mean? not at all it <laughs> kills people yeah so no this is 100 percent so much better than that yeah i agree um and watching and it's just so much more interesting because I, I seen this thing about uh, the director saying that, um, oh no, I'm going blank. Um, oh no, I'm going, I'm going so blank. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst you yep. try and refine what you're saying, I want to talk about the use of the makeup and the evolution of the makeup that yeah. he uses as Joker because at the beginning the very opening scene is him doing his um, clown makeup he's working as a clown gets hired for different events so I just finished my point and then yeah okay. yeah I, f- I found okay. out what I was gonna say that's <laughs> so annoying <laughs> so it's it's just your basic kind of clown makeup and he's got this wig with like the bold bit in the middle that's green yeah it's classic clown and I love the way that that evolves then into him as he descends into madness, then putting, like, the process of putting on the makeup becomes more and more sadistic. And then when yeah. he dyes his hair green and he, like, becomes this embodiment, right up until the last where he uses the blood from his own mouth to paint on that Joker smile. Yeah. I just, it was such a small thing, but I just loved the the detail and the use of the clown makeup and the evolution of it throughout the film. Yeah, that's a really good point. I just had to appreciate it. Appreciate the makeup department. We do. Shout out. Anyway, this is what I wanted to say. Um, so Todd Phillips described Joaquin Phoenix's uh, take on Arthur as a guy who is searching for identity who mistakenly becomes a symbol. His goal generally is to make people laugh and bring joy to the world. So that makes you think that the whole time he just thinks this is so funny. Like, he thinks he's making people happy. And that's all he wants to do. So, it's like, it's it paints this new image of he's not trying to be a bad guy. You know, he, he, yeah. he doesn't want to be a murderer or anything. He just wants to be funny. Yeah. And make people laugh. Which makes it even more, like, insane. Which I absolutely loved. I... I 
ah, oh, it's just, I, I, all I want to talk about is the 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 scene where he gets on the uh, on the talk show. Oh, that which was my favorite, I think. Everyone seems to talk about the the scene when he's on the stairs. Yes, I can see why. Yeah, it, it's it's really cool, but it, it's a cool scene. I like the it, I, the way I saw it is because there's scenes of him con- like struggling to get up the stairs and all that, and then we see him like joyfully come down the stairs because he's descending into madness. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> What'd you think of that? That's my fresh take. My take on that scene. <laughs> on the stairs? On the stairs. Right, okay. I really love that scene and it's because this sounds like really weird but I'm sure people that have suffered with mental health before will kind of get me. But there's a moment when if you are like really depressed or whatever where you end up just like not caring anymore yeah been through that and so you're at that point where you don't care anymore so that even when stuff's still going wrong Mm -hmm. you actually find stuff like funny because you just like almost can't believe that stuff is still going (sighs) wrong laughing at yourself yeah and you're just laughing at yourself and you're laughing at the world and you're like you know what i don't even care like it's actually funny because like i i'm like literally above this now and that's the vibe that i got from him on the stairs and it was just done so well because not only did it look funny and it literally does show him kind of like descending into madness Mm -hmm. but like i get that vibe of like and he even says it on the talk show like how nothing can touch him now yeah Cat and nothing can hurt him and anymore. I, yeah, and I'm, I'm he's like, got nothing to lose. Yeah, and I, I definitely have resonated with that place before, and it is oh that. Okay, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. from from a mental health point of 100%. view, hundred percent. I've you've seen yeah. me go into madness sometimes where I just can't control myself. Yeah, like I'll just start laughing at myself or. You know, I, I say the the craziest things are start like becoming like a different person. I feel like everyone. I th- yeah. yeah, I think people do go through that, and then obviously not some, not for some people, not to that extreme. No, no, no. But it is. But uh, yeah, it's... I feel like everyone can resonate with that feeling of oh. I don't care anymore. Fuck it. Yeah. I, I'm descending into madness. I'm and just like gonna. Allow I'm it untouchable. To yeah. You know? you know, there's. You know, it's funny how how wrong my life is going right now yeah and i feel like they just captured that almost joy sadistically joyful moment within that yeah yeah madness oh that's crazy i really hope other people listening can relate because otherwise we're just here like <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> I, I know how that feels what did you uh, before i talk about the, uh, that scene what did you think of the laugh that laugh it's crazy was mad so good i i really love actors who can um i've spoken about this with like the film us as well i love actors that can really play with their voices and actually are not afraid to go and peter nyongo yeah yeah that's a a good example yeah and that laugh was just fantastic do you know what i loved about it 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 was a realistic laugh yeah you know it you know it was uh, how do I explain? It was like you know Heath Ledger's was like a kind of sadistic one, where it was like the <laughs> you know like 
he's actually like he's like a little child like yeah. just laughing at you yeah and then like jared leto's was uh, felt like really forced it was like a kind of ah, 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 you know what i mean like the one that we have in our intro yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no that, that was a serious laugh. No, of course, yeah, it's yeah, exactly. It's a ridiculous laugh. <laughs> um, and then you have this one where it's it's literally he can't control himself. Yeah, it's like a and you know you you see him struggling and he's like choking on it, you know, and I just loved it. You know, because it was really subtle sometimes. Sometimes it was just like a kind of regular uh, laugh. And then yeah. other times you got that like, really like, ah! you know, it was, oh, I loved it so much. And every time he did it, especially when he was in like crowds and stuff. Yeah. Because there's like the scenes where he was like in the, in the comedy club. And he, and he oh. kept laughing at really random moments. Yeah. So everyone would like... He, the guy would say the punchline of the joke or the build-up of the joke. Uh, they'll laugh at the funny bits he says, but he would laugh at the most like unfunny bits. And actually, what I found interesting that kind of foreshadowed the point that he finds different things funny to other people is the fact that everyone would laugh at like the punchline of the joke, and he would like look around and like register that and then he would laugh oh, a couple in. of seconds through l- yeah. too late so it was more like I'm laughing because I'm realising that it's the social thing to laugh at this moment and not because I'm laughing because I find it funny yeah oh, he's trying to fit in yeah um, which was interesting because like that makes sense later on where he's talking about how he finds these other things funny that other people comedy subjective and stuff like that mm-hmm there was another thing I was going to say with the laugh is there's a couple of moments where he was um, like laughing and it kind of zooms out and he's with the therapist mm-hmm. um, where when that scene first started and he's laughing, I wasn't sure. It was the sure. intro scene, wasn't it? It was the first scene, wasn't it? No. Was it? I can't remember. No, because the oh, first no, no, scene... Oh, no, no, uh, no. Uh, yeah, I remember It's that. like the next it's one. It's not the first scene, sorry. Um, but it was that moment where I was like, I'm not actually too sure whether he's laughing, crying, or like, both yeah like it's that kind of a laugh where he's like so messed up that he's laughing but like it does sound a bit like he's like yeah because he he can't control it yeah so it is kind of like a painful laugh it was just it was awesome it was like just so good i really i really like the laugh um yeah so i think this was my favorite i love the ending as well to be fair yeah. Um uh well the bit before the ending. Um so he's he's finally got his chance to go on his like favorite talk show host uh show Murray Franklin, the Murray Franklin show, which is kind of like a Jimmy Fallon, you know, kind of thing. Mm. Um and it was just so good because like at the beginning of the film he like imagines himself on it. And he's getting all this praise, and and he's like, you know, yeah. I, I, I love you, kid, you know. And it's so nice. It's like a really touching moment. And then he finally gets on it, but he goes on it because he knows that he's going to go on it and get made fun of. So he prepares for that. Yeah. Because he, he's going to kill him. And I, and I, it's just so good. But in at- these presents as well, like, 
you know, he he first meets him for the he meets him for the first time in the dressing room, mm. and he's just like, oh Murray and all that, and he's like, and then he's like agent or whatever. It's like don't call him Murray. It's Mister Franklin to you, you know, because he's like just so confident because he knows what he's gonna do. Well, because he's rehearsed it. We see him rehearsing. Oh, yeah, of course. We see him. He's rehearsed re- it. He we see him rewinding the tape. He's obviously taped a previous show and he then lets it run with the intro and the music and he practiced walking through his curtain and like coming out and like yeah. fake shaking hands yeah. away to the audience and like giving answers and stuff. Yeah. Um But I feel like it, I feel like that was a more like sincere kind of thing. Yeah, that was definitely more sincere. Yeah, like he was actually he he wanted to perfect him coming on. Yeah, cuz you see him rechanging how he's sitting and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And it looked like he was going to so maybe originally he was going to kill himself? I think so. Because originally when he tells his knock-knock joke, the punchline is he pulls out this gun. Yeah. Um, And when he's practicing, he fluffs up pulling out his gun. So he like kind of re-practices doing it and, mm. and shoots himself. Um, But yeah, but I think even from that time to the time that he's on the show, he ch- he he's like, nah, you know what? I'm sticking around. Yeah. I'm going to make the most of what I am. Like, I never found the scene like tense or whatever, or, like suspenseful. No, I I was just like I felt like I was in it, you know. You feel like you're watching it live, and you're yeah. like, "Wow, like what is going on?" I know, and I and I was kind of like I was just so interested. And I was like, "Oh my!" He's like, oh, "He's on the show, and he's got the Joker makeup on." He even tells him to call him Joker, which I loved. I loved that line. He was like, "I said, when you call me out, can you call me Joker?" And he's like, and then the agent's like, "What's wrong with your your real name?" And he's like, "Well, that's what you called me when you first showed my my like my tape. You called me Joker." And then he's like, "Did I? Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah, I'll call you Joker, which I love. I love how that's how he came up with his name because if like his idol called him a Joker. I love little bits like that though, where yeah. people where people get slated for something and they end up using that very thing. Yeah. To make them big <laughs> yeah. but it was like the fact that he then like said oh you know he so earlier in the film we see the first kind of sign of him descending was him shooting these these guys he's he, got a gun it was he it was three guys hassling him on a train mm. and you know and, you know they give him a beating and then he kills them all three of them and they were workers for uh thomas wayne so the wayne mm. enterprise so, he, so that's why it became a, like a big public, a big deal about these murders. Yeah, because, the clown, the clown face because, because uh, iconic. Yeah, because Thomas Wayne made made it public. Which is why when he then admits on the show towards the end that it was him who did the murders. Oh, my stomach rumbling. <laughs> <laughs> Too much popcorn. Um, but when he said that i was like sat there thinking okay how are they gonna play this out are they actually gonna like play it out as if like no he's being dead serious and like whatever or is he gonna are they gonna arrest him it? yeah yeah or are, are they gonna like make a joke and be like oh he's like clearly just like making a joke or whatever yeah so i wasn't entirely sure where they were gonna go with that scene which i think was what made it so interesting it was, ju- it was just the way he just owned it so he's on the talk show and he's just in it now yeah like he's full joker and he's like come on murr and all that and i oh it's murray <laughs> murray <laughs> oh i loved it it's just like oh this is it 
a a good joker once again you know we've we've got another good one in the bag and i oh it's just so good and that moment at the end where he's lying he's been laid put on top of the um police car yeah so he got during the so yeah. he does get arrested but he's he's been in the police car and they get crashed into by some of these protests there's loads of protesters on the street Mm -hmm. and they lay him out on this car and like loads of protests like make a massive crowd around it and he kind of like wakes up out of like his state of half dead or whatever yeah he he just got ran over he like wakes up (laughs) he's in a car crash and trying for him to get up and he gets up and he's like starts doing all his little dance moves and his little twirls and he like does that pain that's another scene that I just was like, oh. So what was your favourite scene? Mm. Or your favourite moment in general? Oh, I don't... Oh. Oh. Okay. I don't... The thing is, I can't point to, like, one favourite scene, but another one that I really liked that was just a little thing was when he's getting, um, like, told off and stuff by his boss... Yeah. Um, in the office, and he is saying about uh, if he can't return the sign, it's going to get docked from his pay. Mm-hmm. And he just stands there and like starts to grin mm-hmm. with the most massive like smile on his face. I just love that because it it just shows that beginning of him just at the end of his tether. Well, yeah, I think it was more of a like he's always been told his whole life to put on a happy face. Yeah. And he's just he's just taking it. He's just trying to be happy, and it's like it's like that reoccurring thing. It's like I just want to be happy, and yeah. I want to make people happy, but I'm not happy. I'm never happy. But I feel like that again is something that people resonate with. Is stuff keeps happening, mm-hmm. and in the end, you get to that point where you're just trying to put on that brave face, that brave smile. Yeah. Even though it's the most ridiculous situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really love that little moment. I tell you what, my least favorite thing about the film was. Go on. His mum. Every time when it was yeah. a scene with him and his mum, I was just kind of like, ugh. You know, it's it's kind of like it's. I feel like there's a lot of that with like, like villains, like a like a boy and his mum and all that. He 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 grew, He had to take care of his mum, and I feel like it's 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 kind of cliche. But um, I was happy he killed her. <laughs> I think that's the thing. Like, it, I think it worked. In that yeah, I was like, oh, good, she's gone. <laughs> I think it was the contrast of he's caring for his like elderly, sick mother. Well, she was sick because she was mental. Yeah, but we don't really know that she's mental. No, we just think. And then she's when old. the truth kind of comes out, yeah. The contrast then of how you view her and the relationship between them, and then obviously him, you know, he finds out the truth as well and realizes that whole dynamic change. Yeah, that was good. What dynamic change? Like, so obviously at first, um, you know, he's caring for her and everything like that, which is oh, the oh, okay, and then yeah. all of a sudden, like. His whole world is flipped upside down, and he suddenly realizes he's been living in and you know a looking lie. after. Yeah, he's been living a lie, and he's been looking after someone who's been 
you know, lying to him his whole life and let him be abused and stuff. Yeah. Do you know, a thing was, I never realised, because um, there's this whole thing which is like, you check the mail, so I'm expecting a letter from him and all that. Um, I never realised she was talking about uh, Thomas Wayne the whole time. Oh, did you not? No, like the whole time, it wasn't until the end, uh, not the end, like later on in the film when she, she said, when uh, she, when he sees the letter. Oh. I never heard her, I never heard once her saying, for some reason, it just went over my head. Um, so it's oh. just weird. Because I was like, what is this whole thing about someone's going to give her money and all that? And then, and then there's the moment where he he sees the letter that she's going to send to him and it says that um uh arthur's uh um thomas wayne's son and i truly thought that they were going to go there obviously thomas wayne is bruce wayne's dad yeah and i was like they can't they can't do that you know I was like, they can't make Joker and Batman brothers. <laughs> I know, because I was about to be like, oh, wow, that's a whole... It's a whole other it's dynamic. It's a whole level. It's a whole other shooting shebang. But um, I wasn't I, I, I wasn't a fan, and I, I was so glad it wasn't true. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, thank God. Um, I mean, like, it would be interesting to see, but... It's just it's not needed. I, I I like that the the fact that the contrast between Batman and Joker is like they're polar opposites, but they're actually kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah, which I like. Um, but yeah, I that whole I, I the, the whole thing with like the side plot with his mum and like Thomas Wayne and all that, that was probably my least favorite bit. Not to say it was like horrible written. The whole film is a joy to watch. Mm. Actually, yeah, that's why I want to talk about. It. I want to talk about the di- the direction of oh, this film. Yeah, the, the cinematography the look and the feel of this film is incredible. The color grading, you know, it's just so beautiful. Mwah! Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like, I don't even know where to begin with it. The the shots themselves, yeah, and the use of of spacing and the, like the corridors, um, like at the end even the very last shot of him walking down the corridor, and there's just the he's leaving like the red bloody footprints on the that floor. That was so cool. Do you know what I mean? Like just little things like that. This film was a feast to watch. Um. Shout out to Lawrence Cher, the cinematographer of this film. Good job. It was so good. Some of the shots in this film, like, I haven't watched a film in a while. No, I haven't haven't seen a film in, in a good while where I was just, like, watching it. And I was like, this is such a well shot and beautifully, like, colored film. I was just so happy. I was like, I'm so glad. Everything about this film is great. The soundtrack, the score, you know, ah, uh, it's just so good. The 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 acting, the characters, yeah. everything about it is just the writing. Yeah, yeah, it was just on point. For example, with with the writing as well. Um, oh gosh, is it the character Sophie? 
So his kind of neighbour, Sophie, that has a little girl. Yes. So uh, we think that he ends up having this whole kind of sort of relationship with her. They have one interaction in the elevator. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the bit that got me that I thought was odd is he then follows her and her daughter around for the day. Yep. And then she appears at his door and she goes, was that you following me today? And he goes, yeah. She goes, oh, I thought it was. Yeah. And then rather than acting how any other human being would have acted, like, she's like, stop fucking following yeah. me. <laughs> she brushes it off and she's like, oh, you're funny. And then he's like, oh, you should come and see me do comedy and stuff. And then they, they go, you know, they have this whole thing. Mm-hmm. That should have been the first sign. That, that's but I me. never clocked her. So that <laughs> jarred me because I was like, why on earth? Like she... Because in the the way she behaves in the first meeting mm-hmm. is how you would kind of you know oh, little give a little laugh or whatever, but that is kind of that, sure it is that awkward exchange with someone that you don't really know but you see in the elevator yeah silence. So when she suddenly like comes up something. to someone that's then been following her like after that, mm-hmm. it did jar me, but I kind of forgot about it, and then it wasn't until it was revealed later on uh, that he had been like dreaming basically of this interaction and that they actually hadn't had that apart from the elevator and him following her yeah it was suddenly like it makes sense yeah like so they'd really cleverly written in that slight thing that jarred that made it not quite fit but not enough to make it's a good hint as a question everything yeah yeah definitely which makes me now want to go back and re-watch bits and see why is there anything else that doesn't quite fit like there was off that was off. Oh, do you know what? Because another thing that she says is like, w- with the clown murders thing, when he's looking at the newspaper, and she oh, was yeah. like, I think that guy's a hero. He should do, he should get rid of everyone else in this town. Or whatever. Yeah. That's kind of another hint. She's praising what he's done. Yeah. When a mother probably wouldn't do that. No. But yeah, the way, the reveal was just spot on. Like, he's, he, oh, he walks into her apartment. Yeah. Which I thought was weird anyway. I was like, oh no, he's actually just walking in. This is creepy. He's like touching everything. You know, like really aggressively. And then he's sitting on the couch. She puts her daughter to bed. And then she walks out and sees him. And she gets a fright. Yeah. And obviously you're expecting her to go, oh, Arthur, it's just you. You know, what are you doing in here? But then she's like... Like, who are you and all that? And she, what yeah. are you doing in my house? Your name's Arthur, in, isn't it? Yeah, you're in the wrong apartment. You're from down the hall, aren't you? Your name's Arthur. It's, yeah, is there anyone I can call for you? Blah, blah, blah. Can I, what, call your mother and all that? And I was just like, oh my God, this, what a twist. And then it does like all the flashbacks of like their moments together. And then actually he's just on his own. I know. And it, I just thought that was mental. I was like, oh such a nice little such a nice little twist and then then you would then understand the mother do you think he killed her no i was reading something about that yeah but apparently apparently what they're saying is although it's left ambiguous the idea is he's only really getting rid of people that have done him wrong really as it were and she hasn't but she doesn't know who he is he obviously wants no, I don't think so. You don't think I so? I think he's too fond of yeah, her. Yeah, that, that And I think, I think when he comes to that realisation that nothing 
that happened between them actually happened. He still doesn't exist. I don't think he... I think that's more him acknowledging, oh, I'm the same as my mother had been imagining stuff. But I don't think he necessarily harbours bad feelings towards her personally because she hasn't done anything to him. Yeah. I was so glad he killed that guy um, who was the other clone. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That scene was quite funny. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you know how that way it was like, I laughed, but I was also kind of like, oh, my God, I should not laugh. Yeah, this. I know. <laughs> So, so, so essentially, the scene is. Let me break down the scene for you. The scene is. I wish you could see him right now because he's like lounging back with his leg up. Like, let me set the scene. Let me paint you a little picture here. A little uh, word picture. Uh, anyway, um, so the scene is. Um, Arthur's putting on his Joker makeup for the first time. Uh, he's not finished yet, uh, and but there's a knock at the door, and he goes down to the door, and it's his two uh, old colleagues, as they, as it were, uh, from the clown place, like the clown hire place. I would say, I don't know what it was actually called. And the clown hire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The clown hire. I would say. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and so it's this big burly dude um and then uh there's a guy with dwarfism yeah as well exactly uh <laughs> and uh he comes in and he's kind of the reason that arthur got fired kinda yeah the big guy yeah yeah kinda you know like he didn't do anything wrong he gave him a gun to protect himself and then he brought that to a kid's hospital. <laughs> that was funny as well. <laughs> that was funny. They're in the middle of doing a party. Yeah, he's doing like it. a really he's doing like a really nice show for the kids and all that. You know, if you're happy if, and you know it, wiggle your ears, you know. And then they do stomp your feet and this going clatters on the floor and he's like, Oopsie <laughs> Oopsie No, he, he screams like ah! <laughs> He tries to pick it up, then he picks it up and he's just kinda like Shh, you yeah. know, like mm, you didn't see anything. <laughs> And then that's what gets him fired. But he, I think Arthur is shifting the blame on him. Yeah. You know? Because he, he does that in another scene where he's like, oh, thank you for the gun and all that. I still owe you for that. And uh, so the way he repays him is by getting a pair of, uh, what are those scissors called? What are they for? Like the, the long, thin ones. Are they? They're not nail scissors. They may be. Are they for hair? I don't think so. I feel like they're hair dresser scissors. Are they? I don't know. They're very like, sleek scissors. They're long, but it's like got a short blade. I thought they may have been like for your eyelashes, or something. <laughs> no. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know anyone that cuts their. Anyway, eyelashes. he stabs him <laughs> right in the face in the eye. With these scissors and then brutally beats him to death. And then there's just this other guy. Um, uh, the dwarf. Uh, and <laughs> he's just he's just awkwardly there. In the corner. And then like, like, Arthur's oh just kind of lying there with the body. And he's like, oh. he's like, And he's like an English. Um, and it's just so funny. Because then Arthur's like, 
do you watch the like the Murray show? Like, the, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. So, like, wow, I'm going to be on the TV. <laughs> yeah. In it, <laughs> it's just so weird. He's like, oh, you can go. By the way, <laughs> I'm not going to hurt you. You've been really nice to me. You can go. But we're all, but as an <laughs> audience, you're still there. Like, is he actually? I know. And then he tries to open the door. And it's horrible because you're like, oh, oh no, no I really shouldn't laugh. Basically, when they came in, Arthur let them in. He put the latch on the door. Yeah. So this poor guy can't reach the latch to undo it to get out. <laughs> and he's like, so he has to like, freaking out and he's turn like, around to Arthur, who's just murdered his friend, and yeah. be like, can you unlock the door? Can you unlock the door? And he's just like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. You know, he's like, I, he's, you've been he's really like, nice so to me. He's so genuine as well. Yeah, he's like, you've, you've always been kind to me. And he kisses him on the head and he's like, right, get out of here. <laughs> he just runs out. And it's just so funny. But I was also kind of like, yeah, nice one. I don't know what it is. I love a good villain. You know, I, I love rooting for the villain sometimes. Oh, it's just, and I was really rooting for him because he kind of deserves... You know, like, people have it coming to to them now. Yeah. You know, people are horrible to them. I think think that's the thing is, that's a bit funny with these kind of films, is obviously you know that stuff is wrong, but there is a part of you that really roots for that character. (laughs) And you're like, oh, yes, they finally got their own back. Like when he, you know, finally stands, because we've seen him be, we see him getting beaten up, previously to the time when he gets beaten up and he ends up shooting the guys and yeah. it's at that point where he shoots him where you're like oh he's finally standing up for himself like he's actually doing something about self-defense it. as well yeah which obviously you know i don't condone murder i do no such <laughs> <laughs> but you like Fuck those guys man but, you're, like, like, but exactly you're just like well you know yeah, like he's standing up for himself these this are, time. He's they were like abusing a woman, well, not abusing her, harassing a woman. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, shot right in the head. Um, but yeah, oh. and then he shoots Murray, which I forgot to mention. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is great. It was so a good Murray build up. Shot, yeah. So you're getting what you deserve. Bang. That's all over the news. Well, what I like about that is he shoots him in the head. And then he gives it a moment, stands up, and then shoots him again. Even though it's like it's yeah. like been established like, for a few little, moments that he is. He dead. does his little dance, yeah. his little clown dance. So good. Ah, oh, I could just go on and on about this film. And it's like I just I love little details like that because the re when I was talking about like, do you think he killed his neighbor? It's because it's a similar shot. See when he walks out. It's kind of similar shot to the ending when he walks out of that and he's just walking. But this time we see the blood on his shoes. Interesting. Yeah, you see? But I, I still don't think he did. He probably doesn't. I think he's he's at the at that point he's still fighting against the people that are pushing him and mm-hmm. people like him down. Not the people that are like him. Oh, and also, it sets up the ending, just before the ending, it sets up uh, Batman as well. Yes, it does. So it's the same thing. It's the same origin story where the the Waynes come out of a really bad uh, show and this time it was like, 
Gay Zorro or something like that? Did you notice the title? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know if that's meant in like the way that they would have used the word. All right. Back or... in in that time though. I know. So when is it set? I, I don't know. Is it the thirty? No, no, no. no. Can it be? Because there was no. There was, was Chaplin. There was Chaplin showing, wasn't that? Oh Earlier. yeah, there was Chaplin. So maybe it is the twenties. Or the thirties. I should know this. I've like studied Chaplin. It would be the thirties, wouldn't it? Oh, that's a really good point. That's really early. Well, that, this is the thing because I saw a tweet. Well, the there, no, there was like colored TVs everywhere. But well, you, okay, I have to search this because. But I'm yeah, you 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 are right though because it was shown Charlie Chapman uh, Modern Times. So if you get up the release date for Modern Times. That would that would be our release date, but I was really com- I was really confused about the when it was actually set. I was uh, yeah, nineteen thirty six. So yeah, okay, interesting. But yeah, it, it's the same thing. And then, but this time it's kind of influenced by Joker, the death of uh, Martha and Thomas Wayne. But it's the same setup, like, a guy follows them into an alley after they've came out of a really bad theatre show. And then, yeah. But he has the face mask on. Everyone has these. He has the clown mask. uh, And then he shoots them both. Rips the perils off her and then all that's left is Bruce standing there. So it's a nice setup. Brutal. So I'm begging for a sequel. Because now Joker's Joker's in Arkham Asylum, which I, that was another thing when when he went there to find out if his mother was in Arkham, he, he was like, "What does it take to get in here?" Like, yeah, you know what I mean. And I kind of like that because then, then he's he kind of st- like, "Yeah, I could I could be in here. Yeah, cause I, I feel comfortable in here." Because he starts admitting to um, he's like, I've done to the administrator guy that he's done some bad things. Whatever, and the guy's like. Uh, I'm just, just I'm, I'm just dealing with fails, man. If you need someone to talk to, you, <laughs> please, there. you should talk to someone, please. <laughs> and he's like, um, but all the budget cuts, they've cut them all. And he's like, uh, oh yeah, okay. he does. It's like, <laughs> there are just so many good moments. Like, there's some funny moments, and then there's some moments where you're like, wow, this is really deep. I know. I didn't really laugh as much as. I didn't really find it as funny until that one scene. But I think I was just so into it that, I, I don't know, I was happy the whole way through. I was like, oh, yeah. this is just a really good film. Because I saw someone comment saying they got bored. Sorry, my stomach is still <laughs> from popcorn. <laughs> um, someone said they were, like, getting bored. And I was like, well... Pff. Who? I Just, like, online. Oh, right. And I was like, well... It's a build up. It's a build up. It's a story. It's it's not one of those films. I think the pace. You, sorry. I was gonna say it's not one of those films you get nowadays. Where they just throw a whole load of action at you and hope to like keep you pacified for the two hours or whatever. It's got an actual substantial storyline that you have to pay attention to. And well, I wasn't bored. You are so right. You hit the nail on the head, Emily. That is a brilliant way to put it. Well done. Thank you. It sounds so sarcastic. No, I'm so <laughs> honest. That was fantastic. I totally agree. It was so refreshing to get an actual backstory and plot. Yeah. There was actual plot, and I loved it. 
and the build-up was brilliant. You can't just all of a sudden have a 15-minute build-up and then all of a sudden the whole movie is him, the Joker. It's yeah, the build-up to Joker. And it was... The pacing was fantastic. I I loved every quiet moment and oh, yeah. slow moment. There's there's a scene where he's literally just listening to his answer machine and he walks into his fridge. And I was yeah, like... Yeah, he, he literally, literally yeah, walks into his yeah. fridge. Yeah, and I'm like, brilliant. That uh, yeah, that that's a man going crazy. He's trying he's to isolate himself. Chucks everything on the floor and climbs in. Yeah, I want to do that. In the I summer. thought he was like trying to kill himself because I was like, surely. I remember being a kid and being told. I don't know why I was told this, but like, <laughs> never get in the fridge because you'll like suffocate and die. What? Because you get sealed in, so they're like, never no! get in the fridge. <laughs> it's not like vacuum sealed. <laughs> Um, Why was I told this as a child? I don't know. Mate. Were, so you, I thought were it... you so eager to get into the fridge? <laughs> anyway. So like when he climbed in, I was like, oh my god, is he trying to like kill himself? He's going to kill himself. <laughs> By fridge, can you imagine? Emily, what would you give Joker out of five? I would give five creepy laughs out of five. Full five. A full Is that five. our first five? No, it's not. What was our first five? Stranger Things season one. Interesting. It's our first movie, five. It is. Wow. Five out of five for the acting, the cinematography, the writing, everything. I can't. I really can't fault this film, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. I'd give it a five, I think. You know, it's it's not like a hundred percent. Um, but yeah, definitely. It's it's just a nice, refreshing comic book film where... You forget it's a comic book film. You right? do, which is amazing. It doesn't have, like, that stamp. You know, it doesn't have... You know how when, like, a, Mar- like, a Marvel film starts, it will be, like, Marvel Studios. And usually DC will have the DC logo pop up. This one didn't, because they didn't need to, you know. No. It's its own thing, and I absolutely loved it. The, it was, it's just a great piece of filmmaking, and um, yeah, I can't fault it either. You know, I I wasn't a fan of the mom character, but it was, to be fair, Arthur wasn't in the end as well. So maybe I was just mm. relating. <laughs> and no one else liked her because she, she was crazy. So it's obviously the point. I don't think you are meant to sympathize with her. Because um, she was an awful mother as well. Um, from what we hear. Um, yeah. But yeah. I absolutely love this film. Um, but thank you so much for listening. This Please go and watch this film. Yeah. I understand why everyone's been absolutely raving about it. Yeah, I'm just annoyed we never saw it sooner. I know. I we weren't. I wish we were there for the hype of the film, but we were busy. Stupid holidays. <laughs> Stupid having travel time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, like us on Facebook at the Make Do Review, where we post. Uh, updates and just things that we're up to um anything else to say emily 
Um, my stomach. <laughs> oh my god! Right. Don't eat too much popcorn. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is the public announcement: not to eat too much popcorn when you're at the cinema. There's never enough popcorn for me. Oh god. Yeah. Uh, this has been the Meet the Review, and that will do. That will do. <laughs> <laughs>